0: He said that going well beyond the call of duty would create a state of euphoria which in turn fosters loyalty. If we claim to believe in customer service, doesn't that mean we believe in serving the customer more than serving ourselves, even if it means losing a sale today? What if a competitor offers a better solution to the problem the customer is seeking to solve? Will your frontline people recommend a competitor as a better solution in order to better serve the customer? Many believe that the best Christmas movie of all time was Miracle on 34th Street. In the story, the Macy's department store's Kindly Old Santa, played by actor Edmund Gwynn, would send mothers across the street to the dreaded competitor Gimbal's to buy items Macy's didn't stock or if Gimbal's offered a lower price. Gimbal's quickly adopted the same policy so it wouldn't look like a store run by greedy Scrooges at Christmas time. Finally, Mr. Macy and Mr. Gimble shook hands and became allies, at least for that particular season. In the movie, they said yes. Why is it so hard to say yes in real life? Jan Carlson, former CEO of Scandinavian Airlines, told a story about the Mandarin Oriental Hotel Group in Asia. He explained that the hotel's official policy was to not permit its frontline staff to say no to guests. The staff had to ask special permission from upper management to say no, and could do so only if they believed the guest's request was too extravagant. Carlson became widely known and respected for what he called moments of truth, and he titled his book Moments of Truth, New Strategies for Today's Customer-Driven Economy. He proposed that every contact with the customer is a moment of truth, in order to identify and create better moments of truth companies have to shift from inside thinking to outside thinking this becomes a moment of magic customers expect and demand no less this is the power of yes a few years ago my wife bought me an expensive dress shirt for my birthday before wearing it i dropped it at the neighborhood dry cleaners we had used for many years i picked it up a few days later and noticed that the sleeves were torn and tattered as if they had been run through some kind of paper shredder. I took it back, and the manager blamed it on the material the shirt was made of, telling me it wasn't really their fault. I was stunned, and reminded her that we had spent more money than I could remember at her store for more than a decade. They were our exclusive cleaners, and had gotten 100% of our business. We were the very definition of loyal customers. I explained that the shirt had cost over $100 and had never been worn but it didn't faze her a bit. She said, We'll give you a $25 credit for your next order, but we're not going to replace the shirt. I never returned. She only had the power to say no, and it cost her company thousands of dollars in lost revenue from me and from everyone I told about the incident. That cleaners flunked its moment of truth by practicing the power of no. In researching this book, I was tempted to write about customer-CEO companies that masterfully understand the power of yes, like Nordstrom and Ritz-Carlton Hotels. Those are exceptional companies that truly love their customers. But I wanted to focus on some lesser-known examples to serve as inspirations for businesses of all sizes. If you look carefully, you can see yes in some unexpected places. Let's take a look at the power of yes. The world is flat. At a time when customer service seems to be a dying art, I was kind of surprised to find it in spades in a tire store, and a discount chain tire store at that. I had an error in my TPMS, tire pressure monitoring system, that my mechanic could only half diagnose. He had the tool to read the computer error code and find out that the transmitter in one of the tires was no longer transmitting a signal. Unfortunately, he did not have the tool to determine which transmitter was dead. I called the cursed dealership, I hate you with a white-hot passion, and was told I'd have to leave my car overnight for them to diagnose the problem. They'd charge me a diagnostic fee of $99.50, and they refused to give me even a rough estimate of how much it would cost to replace the sensor until after they diagnosed the problem. My mechanic recommended that I call Discount Tire instead. They said to come on by, they had the correct diagnostic tool, and they'd happily diagnose the problem for free. And why wouldn't they? I watched the process, which took exactly two